Hey guys. Hello. Usually we talk before we do that. And I just yeah, kinda, I know. I realized that we didn't do it. And I was like, oh, were we not going to say? I anything? was a little overzealous. I was like, Bong Joon Ho, <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> right. I was like, I was like, Ooh, what what witty thing am I going to say right now? And then you took that from me. <laughs> listen, listen. You get to be witty all the time. It will be witty throughout this whole video. It's fine. Wow, setting the bar high for our wittiness. I mean, what just, if we're not witty at all? Just yours. I, I, I'm not oh, confident my in own anybody wittiness. else right now. Oh, thanks. So uh, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Madison. I'm Fernie. I'm Bree. And I'm Logan, I think. Pretty you sure. Think? I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Um, we are Crosscut. We are a movie podcast. We podcast about movies. And today we are going to podcast about all the movies as it is Oscars night. And yes. we have just watched them. So it is it is one oh four AM on Monday. So we have watched the Oscars. We have I don't know, Logan, have you been drinking? No, I, I avoided that. Okay, well, Bridget, Franny, and I, as per usual, have been drinking. Yeah, I'm usually not to say as per usual that we're drinking. Like we're not alcoholics collectively. (laughs) I don't, I don't really know what they have going on, but I know I'm not an alcoholic. Yeah, Uh, mom. (laughs) But what I mean is that usually we are the ones intoxicated, and Logan is sober. Um, Yeah. So yeah, I was yeah seen in the cats video. Oh, yeah. It's tough. It's a good time. That's a tough time. <laughs> it was a great time. Oh, Speaking yeah. of the Cats video, oh boy, did I have a flashback during the oh, show. Oh, my God. Good. We all started screaming. It was not good. But we'll get to that. But that is all. That is to say <laughs> that, we, that we've had a little bit to drink. I was, I was sort of like, when Elton John <laughs> was singing, that's sort of when I was at my peak drunkenness. And then, like, I've sobered up since then. Yeah, you were so amazed by his clothes. I love him. I love Elton John. I love. Yeah, he's great. It was a real shock that he won too. And then I was like starting to get teary, like I was getting a little. I was getting a little sad boy hours because, man, when 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 Bong Joon Ho won Best Director and he started like talking about how much he was inspired by Martin Scorsese's films, like I was like big sads in in the on the couch because. And this is something we were talking about last time is that like these, maybe not last time, whenever we did Irishman, that like these directors are not going to be around forever. And they're sort of like passing the torch to this younger generation. And that was such an example of that. And I was like, who? And they kept panning back to Marty. And Marty's like nearly crying. And he's like crying and I'm crying. And like you can kind of see Quentin Tarantino a couple rows back and he's disgusting. But I love him. <laughs> okay. Anyway. We're gonna hang on Quinn. So, but. so that's that was my experience. Yeah, um, it was a really powerful moment because everybody thought for sure that Sam Mendes in 1917 were gonna have a layup of this whole Oscar show. They they really did not do it. I mean, they it really did not come through like people thought it would. And Parasite yeah, I mean, stole the fucking day, which I'm oh. glad of. To be honest. Yeah, I I mean, I kind of predicted that Parasite would win Best Picture. It was sort of like a you, very, no no no. We'll, we'll get, if you go back to the video, you hoped. You have a big hope that they win right. this picture. But I sat down today and I did a ballot. And I was like, okay, I want to pick and I want to see how many I can get right. And when I did my ballot, I ended up actually choosing Parasite for best picture. This is a true fact. Um, so it was an optimistic choice, but I was like pretty proud of myself because I got it right. And so I expected them to win best picture ultimately. But then like to see them win like everything else was very cool because I expected other... Because it was such a, it was such a year for film. I mean, this and is the so, best year yeah. of film. 
in our adult lives for sure. Maybe possibly in our lifetime. Yeah. I mean, because like so many good movies came out this year that I was like, okay, well, probably what will end up happening is, you know, the winner, the the movie that wins Best Picture was not necessarily going to get Best Direction, Best Writing, whatever, because there are so many good movies and I feel like they'll want to disperse. And in some categories that did happen, like Logan was really surprised that like best production design and best costuming were won by different movies. Well, well, and, like, that sound mixing sound editing. Yeah, the sound, the, the costume and production design can happen, and I've seen it happen. But sound mixing and sound editing, dude, they are never split up, like ever. It was so fucking weird. I was like, what is happening? And then Ford v Ferrari getting best editing, that was something I didn't see coming either. I mean, I know Madison did. But especially since I haven't seen the movie, but having seen like the other options for editing, like Jojo Rabbit and stuff, that was crazy. And then Jojo Rabbit also won, you know, best or, you know, adapted screenplay. And it was like, yeah, that, it did. I mean, it beat out fucking Irishman. Irishman didn't win anything really. Which was surprising to me. Irishman. Yeah, like, that the, made me the, sad. Everybody thought Irishman was going to win best picture and all this other stuff. Then as it got closer, it did not seem that way. I mean, yeah, I think people liked Irishman, but I don't think people liked it as much as like some of the other stuff that was in the running. So, yeah. I don't know. I know we all kind of did a ballot. I don't know how much you guys kept up on yours, but I thought it might be fun to like kind of go through what we got right, what we got wrong. My, I didn't keep the physical ballot, but I feel like if you watch the other video, you'll have gotten my yeah. predictions kind of laid out. I don't know what I got right and what got wrong. I can't even remember what I picked for certain things. Um, yeah, so I made a physical ballot because I wanted to keep score because I like things to be a game. Um, so, I was right for... Okay, so I made a guess for all but four categories. I did not make a guess for animated short, live action short, and I did not make a guess for documentary and documentary short because I hadn't seen most of those movies and so I didn't feel like qualified to judge. So I, out of all those that I did, I got 12 correct. The ones that I missed were Best Actress, uh, Supporting Actress, Original Screenplay, and original song. You didn't get Best Actress? Really? Uh, No, I thought that ScarJo was going to take it. No, dude. it was no. Listen, this is the one thing I was sure about <laughs> for weeks. It was going to be Renee Zellweger no matter what. I had a no. couple things. I didn't like predict everything, but I had a couple things predicted. I really thought that Frozen was going to win for Best Original Song. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, that very blew, surprised and excited to see Elton John. That blew my fucking mind. That was so great. Also, that means that Frozen, even though it, it swept in 2012 when it came out with the original film, this year, Frozen 2 got fucked. Nothing. And I kind of love it because I'm over it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, when I saw I Lost My Body nominated, I was like, yes, this is this is what we need. Not everything needs to be fucking Disney all the time. Yeah, I mean, I like to see mm-hmm. that like in the animated feature category and in, and in the animated shorts as well, even though I didn't get the chance to see all of them. Like, it seemed like a very diverse group of nominations. And also, um, not just kids' movies, which we love to see. Yes, like, because animation, the, the animation really can be for anyone. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was really excited to see I Lost My Body nominated. I did get a chance to see that one, and I really enjoyed it. It's really great. If it's, it's on Netflix, if you guys haven't seen it. I think everybody but Franny's seen it. Yeah. It's yeah, I haven't so seen good. it. It's really, I really good. Thought it it really made me good. feel really? emotions. Klaus yeah. is also really great. I, I'm kind of tied on... All right, here we are. Yeah, we just sort of had a thing where, like, we were trying to record stuff, and then I realized as a giant man-child didn't know what I was doing, and then we fixed it, so. So we're back. I think we were talking about Klaus. 
Klaus. Yes, Klaus, Klaus is great. It's on Netflix. Check that one out too. I've seen zero of the animated ones that <laughs> were. Um, and of course, Toy, Toy Story Four, of course, wins. I haven't even seen it, and I I know it's probably good. Yeah, I, I a lot of people put work into it. I'm sure it's a great film. Why the fuck didn't Frozen get nominated? I didn't see it. I don't know. I also didn't see it. I'll say this much. I mean, I'm glad that it wasn't two Disney movies that were leading the trail. <laughs> Motherfucker, son it, of a bitch. So here we are. You know so what? You Brandy know just what? knocked her mic off of her thing. Do we need to pause we're again? We're going to pause again. No, I'm good. I'm no, good. We're pausing I'm again. fine. I am good. fine. The winner, and we're back again. And the winner is La La Land. <laughs> oh, God. That's the level of fucking up we're doing right now. We anyway, suck, good dude. So. We suck more than the Oscars. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty hard. Chris, <laughs> Chris Rock and Steve Martin fucking Oof. put me to sleep, boy. So much of that was wrong. I Ooh. hated how, like, quippy they're trying to sound while also just coming off so fucking rehearsed and stupid. Well, it's really ir- the thing that's really irritating to me is that the Academy hires these people at a show they produce. To stand on their stage and say, the Academy sucks at diversity. The Academy is bad at doing things. And it's like, you realize that you work for the Academy. I mean, you are the Academy. I was like, what does the Academy need to do? They just gave the best picture to a Korean film. What else do they need to do? I I think that it's, it's up to Hollywood to diversify itself first. Yeah, then I the mean, Academy think, itself think, will be diversified. I think it's, in regards to like things like women directors and stuff like that, I understand. But here's my argument with that. That's the studio's fault because they're not putting out pictures with women directors nearly as much as point. males. And yeah. I and I don't think I don't think the Academy is the only source of the problem, though I think that the Academy has work to do because we all have work to do. Absolutely. But like I think it's disingenuous for everybody to get up on the stage and say, the Academy sucks at diversity. Well, if the Academy sucks so bad at diversity, then maybe they should, you know, do something about it. Instead of just calling themselves out. Instead of just hiring people to say that the Academy sucks during the entire show the Academy runs so that everybody watching can feel good about it. Because, like, at least they know. I do make the argument, though, they they did do something in regards to the um, um, Into the Unknown performance. That was interesting with the... All over the world, kind of state. Yeah, and I mean, there. I yeah. think generally it's getting better. Yeah, I mean, and like, and so it's not to say that like, it's not to say that they shouldn't talk and think about how they can improve, and it's not to say that they that they that they don't have any work to do. But to me, it just feels lame and fake and stupid to have you know Chris Rock and fucking Steve Martin stand up there and make jokes about how bad the Academy is. And about how, you know, about how little the Academy's doing when it's like they paid you to stand up there and say that. Do they think that it somehow makes themselves look better if they if they are the ones saying it? Because then it just feels stupid. Well, like the thing is, it felt like they were pretty diverse. It's not their fault that there wasn't good movies that fit the demographic that people want to fill. And something shouldn't just be nominated or win. Because it's diverse. I mean, I don't think, I don't think that's what I'm saying. I know, but that's I think, what well, I, mean, I think that that's what people want. People just want like they just want a woman director because she's a woman director. You know, I'm not because ahead, it's, I'm actually going to side with Franny on this. There's so many people out there who are like, there's not enough women in the Oscars for director. It's like half the people saying that didn't see any of. The yeah, movies. like I like to take gender and race and all that 
bullshit out of all this and let's just look at the art of it what should, it is it should be and go off with just that it should be objectively who is the best director exactly best exactly nothing should be handed to anybody because it's diverse i hate that i hate when people like i know a lot of people were saying like i didn't personally see moonlight but you know it's hard for a less diverse movie to win up against something like yeah. Moonlight. Yeah, I don't think that's. You true. know what I mean? Um, I, I feel I like disagree. that happens a lot. I don't. Know. I don't think Moonlight won because it I, was. I, so Moonlight's I a terrible like, example. I think um, Moonlight was, the Moonlight best was a fantastic. I feel like you get go, what I'm saying. Well, though, let me, it's let me just a bad let's example. bring it back okay. a little bit. Okay, so I think the example that you're more looking for was when Selma was nominated for Best Picture. I didn't see Selma. I can't really speak to it. I'll say this right now: the year of film that year in particular, Selma was a non-event. It wasn't, I mean, it was a good film, but it wasn't a great film. I think the best thing that came out of it was David Oyelio, or how do you pronounce his name? I'm terrible at pronouncing names. I, I it's David Oyelio, I think. That was the best thing that came out of it. And um, it really, it, I mean, it, it had real talks for being best picture when it was just not, it wasn't there. And it was there because they wanted diversity. Yeah, I hate but, that. But that doesn't necessarily mean that a film that's diverse is is more likely to win just because it is diverse. I think that Moonlight won completely on its own merits. Yeah, I think to say that Moonlight had a better or shot like, because of the because of the char- like the cast of characters and their race and sexuality is like not twelve true twelve years like, a slave is another film that won on its own merits. It's the best film that came out that year. That's and, good. And That's then, good. I like to see that. I haven't personally seen a lot of the movies you're naming. Right call now, me by so. your name. If your argument would have won Best Picture and it didn't, and it didn't deserve to. Yeah, no, I mean there were definitely better movies that came out that mm-hmm. year. And or like Booksmart. Booksmart, I think, would have made sense to be nominated for Best Picture, but it wasn't. And I feel like a lot of people who, if it was, would have been rightly upset about Uncut Gems not being there or Waves or a bunch of other films. So it's yeah, not just I what's think, easiest. Yeah, and I mean, I think that the issue is that the movies do exist. Like, good movies directed by women and by people of color but, but exist I, and are out there. And... The problem is, is that is I don't think it's an intentional act like, oh, we're only going to nominate white people. But I think that that's those are the movies that the Academy sees. And those are the movies that the Academy likes, because those are the stories that they relate to. So I'll, and so I understand where people are coming from when they're saying that, like, the, the Academy isn't diverse enough, because I would agree with that. Like, I haven't seen Waves, but I hear Waves was really good. And like, Wait, why didn't that great, get nominated? But um, I, I yeah. want to say this about it. So in regards to that, I think it has less to do with the Academy. Oh, that's a part of it. The biggest thing is that studios and, you know, people in general, moviegoers, they're not paying attention to films that are diverse because no, there's not many being put out there. They don't, they're not Yeah, selling. no, I think that's true for sure like, as well. Like Waves was out for like a week in theaters and like, you know, most people are so like unintuned with it. They talk about how great it is because it's directed by a black guy. It's not. It's directed by a white person. Most <laughs> people don't know that. I keep reading these articles. Why wasn't Waves nominated with a black director? Trey Edward Schultz is as white as they come, buddy. He's not black. <laughs> and um, that's just a perfect example of like people being like upset about something they don't understand. There's all these people like, well, why didn't you know Greta get nominated for best director? Well, she did for Lady Bird. And from what I hear, Little Women was great too. But the year Lady Bird was out, there wasn't a lot of like stiff competition. This year, you'd argue that ten directors should have been nominated. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I think. 
Yeah, I think that I question the choices that were made for categories like Best Director and Best, Best Picture. And I question them both from sort of a diversity standpoint. Because let, let's but not forget. from the, a standpoint of, like, you need... For, uh, in that same vein, I think that Academy voters need to widen the scope of what they think a, a Best Picture can be. Like, people didn't like Uncut Gems, and that's because it doesn't fit the classic idea of what the Best Picture is. And, like, the fact that Parasite won tonight shows that they're moving in the right direction. Yeah, But I that's agree. not really what, I, what my point is. My point is that it feels disingenuous to have people, presenters, song and dance up there yes, absolutely. about how bad the Academy is when it's an Academy show. And it makes it feel like the people who um, aren't part of the Academy who are complaining about it makes you, like, believe, oh, well, you know, they understand. They, they know, but, like... They're still doing the same bullshit, so. And I think yeah. anywhere, I think anywhere there's work to be done. I think that the Academy's gotten a lot better, but there's still a lot of work <coughs> that they need to do because there's still a lot of people that aren't represented, and I think that's work that Hollywood needs to do as well. Yeah, I think because that Because the Academy that doesn't get Hollywood. to decide, the Academy doesn't get to decide what movies make it into theaters, and they don't get to decide who makes them. But exactly. they do get to decide what voices they uplift. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like the way that they, the way that they're doing it now is like performative yeah. in a lot of ways. I, I think that also there's, there's, they're, they're kind of to- like caught in a weird situation because frankly, the Oscars keep going down in views, right? Like they don't, they're doing horrible with numbers. And then on top of that, whenever they assign a host, people go crazy on Twitter. That's happening multi- valid. multiple I mean, years. Well, here's the thing though. Pick a good host. And it, then- well, there's nothing that you can't like everyone has something negative you can find. Yeah. Even, even the best people. Like, like for instance, like, every I love James Gunn. There's some really fucking horrible shit that James Gunn said in the past. He got in trouble for that. I love Taika Waititi. I, when he was working on The Boy, he said things that weren't great. Yeah, you can't make They're, everybody happy. Everybody, especially since people are learning, the concept is learning, not was art, had already learned. You know, a lot of these directors or actors or performers... They're learning as people are learning. And I think that when you go into their past, it gets a little bit dicey. But then the other thing is, too, the Academy Awards needs to have viewers sell their ads because that's what it is. For first and foremost, they're making money. And it's hard to keep viewers on when everybody's really upset about the lack of diversity. So they try to appease them, and that makes it look even worse. But they don't know what else to do because if they ignore it, they've been yelled at for ignoring it. If they try to appease it, they get yelled at for being phony. And they do uplift people, but the issue is that sometimes people find that disingenuous as well. Like, I guarantee you, they're going to make a big deal. People are going to be like, oh, they're pretending to be woke when they look at that female conductor. People are going to have negative opinions about that, saying they're trying to be woke. The get woke, get broke concept is going to break out again. Well, like, I think that I think that there are some things that they did tonight which were performative, like having their presenters or whatever make these, like, you know, little digs at the academy like they're not there doing it. Mm-hmm. But then, but to say that like, hey, we're having our first ever female conductor. Well, I think that's a good but, way but to. See, I think that's a good way to you, acknowledge. You feel that way, and I agree with you. But there's a different subset of people. No, I think that's who true, are who are going to be upset that they went. Oh, here's here's a woman conductor. They're like, that's so silly that you took time to point that out. Or yeah. oh, you're trying to appease us again in some way. Yeah, well, and I mean, like, I think that there's not, you can't make everybody happy. Absolutely. But I think that the best way to do it is the way that they did with, you know, their conductor this year or with when they did Into the Unknown. 
saying like, you know, this is something pointing out like this is something we've never done before and we want to be doing. And here's us doing it rather than like having, you know, Steve Martin stand up there and be like, ha ha, the Academy's bad. And then the other thing is representation is important. I know the importance of representation. I'm something that I understand completely. But you do have to keep in mind that representation in Hollywood is, is kind of wild right now in regards to the fact that not, there's no such thing as like indie studio stuff getting attention. There's, there's three big companies and they make everything. So to try to diversify that while still being commercial enough for people to want to watch the Oscars, what it really boils down to is the Academy Awards should have never been something that they tried to profit like largely on. It should have always just been a night for, you know, like accommodating and awarding people who have achieved things in film. And I feel like in that way it needs to be more like, you know, like the Screen Actors Guild's award. But right now it's something that they bank on like the Super Bowl. I think the problem too is is that people... We talked about this before, but people have this conception that like the Oscars are, you know, the end all be all of cinema. And that's just not. And like, if you're, if your movie, if, if the movie you want to see didn't show up at the Oscars, like that's okay. Just go to the, go see it, go buy it on Blu-ray and support that movie. In on that, that way. same note, you can make that argument against the whole need for diversification then. Because if, if the awards don't really matter. Which they don't. I agree with you. They're not the be-all, end-all. People's obsession with needing representation in the Academy Awards is kind of over the top. Well, I think it's important to say, like, to say the story, like, these stories that we're we're telling from a diverse set of voices are worthy of awarding and are worthy of uplifting. But then I think it's also equally as important to say that, like, if you're... If you're a person who has made a movie or has seen a movie that represents your own, you know, unique point of view from your own unique identity, know that just because it didn't show up at the Oscars doesn't mean that it doesn't have its own merits and that like that's still a good movie no matter what. Yes. And especially like in the in the realm of foreign and indie film that doesn't get seen by a lot of Academy voters. You know, the they're only people and they can they they can't see everything. There's no way that they could. And so, you know, they only see what they see. And you only see things based on your own inherent, like, biases towards what you want to see. And so, you know, if, if Academy voters don't want to see the more diverse and interesting movies, then that is what it is. But know that that's not, that's not the ultimate deciding factor on whether or not a movie is good. It's whether it gains Academy or even traditional award show recognition. And like, there are movies that are great that, that came out this year. Yeah. Like... For example, even like one that almost made it to my top ten and that didn't make it on whoa, was. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, we'll get to top tens. Okay. But it, I almost put it on my top ten, but didn't. Is like under the silver lake. Like nobody saw this movie. <gasps> that was oh. technically the year before. Was it? Yes. So oh. under the silver lake was supposed to come out in 2018. Kept getting canned tons and tons, but it did have a release in 2018 theatrically that was cut short, and then eventually came out on home video in 2019. So there's a lot of con- there's a lot of arguments over what year it actually came out, but if we're being technical, it had a theatrical release in 2018. Well, I mean, we're like, that's an example like a movie that nobody saw. Yeah, no nobody, one fucking saw that movie. That nobody wanted to give credit to, or nobody even like really talked about. But it's still really good on its own, and so like that's the point I want to make about the Oscars is that though I really like to watch it, and although I find it really fun, 
like like I I am not deluded in thinking that it's the only way to measure merit in a movie. Yeah, I mean, there's movies like Thoroughbreds and Revenge and all these great movies that came out in 2018. That uh, you know, what's crazy is that 2018 was one of the weakest years in in Oscar history, with you know really not any great films. <laughs> I mean, people like Green Book. I don't. I think the only really like awardable film in that whole category was Black Klansman, but there was like spotlighting that didn't get nominated. Revenge, Thoroughbreds, uh, Searching, all these really great movies that were super, um, like, they, they were really experimental, too. And they didn't get any recognition. But, y- like, people regard 2018 as a horrible year for film. I regard it as a great one, just not a great one for the Academy. Yeah, and I think that's, like, that's the point that I want to make. I don't know. Like, I think representation matters, and it's important to see different people represented in the Academy's choices. And I want to see that. And I want to see the Academy acknowledge the work that it has to do because I think that it does have work to do, just like Hollywood has work to do. But I also just found parts of the award show disingenuous and irritating. Like, I'd rather just see you present the awards than do this performative spiel about how the the academy is bad and like everybody nominated is white, which which is which really, especially when you think about like compared to last year and like in like the couple years before, really wasn't the case. I know, and like how staged does it feel when it's Chris Rock and Steve Martin? Yeah, you know, yeah, and tough. I don't and I don't want to give the academy a pass. Like they're gonna put like an old white man and right. a younger black man on the stage and you know, have them talk Chris about Chris Rock is not young well you know younger Rock. than Steve he's Martin right fine he's just I know he together. looks so good dude. well he just the visual I'm talking the visuality of it so a younger looking than the old white man like they're gonna do that I feel like he's then, I feel like, like Chris Rock is like the... looking better with age yeah. oh yeah he's have like you seen the spiral line. trailer he's smoldering I know old. but like you know what I mean like that just feels so like that's just like is the whole tune of every or, time somebody talked, like, just overly staged. Or the guy rapping who's like, and there's no people up here that are the same color as me. I'm just like, wow. Like, bitch, there's Clamor. been so many. Calm well, down. Well, and, like, and I get it. I get that frustration, but you're, you are expressing. You're participating. You're expressing that frustration on the Academy stage in a rap that the Academy probably wrote or produced for And you. it's just people wanting to be outraged. It's people wanting to be outraged for no reason, and there really wasn't much reason to be well, outraged I think people have a reason this. i think people have a reason to be upset i think that I like i think that there are strides to be I, made i just like the concept of there wasn't a female director so they're not diverse i like, just come hate on. that there just wasn't a female director think... that deserved it because there, there was probably about eight percent mm. of films that came out this year that are actually directed by women so five spots in a best director slot it, you cannot say that they necessarily, without a doubt, deserved a spot unless the film was of the grade that Exactly, deserved. and saying that they just deserve it because they're a woman is, like I said, I just giving a handout. But I think there, there are people saying that. There are people saying, saying that, that. But there are people saying... I don't think anybody's saying Greta Gerwig should have been nominated because she's a woman. I think people are saying that... No, no, no. There's people saying that there should have been a woman nominated in, in the director. There just in general. Well, I think that there probably should have been. I find it very hard to believe that there was no I find it hard woman to deserving believe, to be in that category. I find it hard to believe that 
when there's and only I can, five like, spots, think of one. Eight percent of all the directors, one of them deserved to you be. You think in that Greta spot. Gerwig deserved it over Safety Brothers? Deserved it well, over Safety Brothers weren't in there. So I know, but exactly point. that's what if we're, we're saying. If we're talking about who deserved, we're, we're all in agreement that not all the directors in that spot yeah. were supposed to be there. I think everybody's in agreement over that. Yeah, I think that's true. But I don't. I look at my top five and a lot of other people's top fives, and Greta doesn't necessarily swoop in there in that spot. In 2017, I thought she should have won. I agree. But that but was I that think, year. I think the problem that people have, too, is... I like I don't think it's necessarily about her winning or not winning, but I think the problem people have is, like, the Academy is willing, like, is acknowledging that Little Women was great. Yeah, For some reason, she doesn't get a nomination. Well, because and like, she wasn't as great as the other directors. But I I'll, mean, I don't think that's true. I, I think that... She's not in the top five out of the nine films that were nominated. Yeah, and I mean, I think, I mean, I'm not, it's not really about the specific case, but I think that there are things to be upset about. And, and, I and think the that reason the Academy right acknowledges this. more from the Academy. The reason the, I think that people are, like, are, are right to have their, their issues. But what I don't like is sort of the performative aspect of yeah. it. Yeah, and the reason that came along is because people are outraged already. When People are going to be outraged regardless when, of When anything. those nominees were announced, in the nominations, while they're listing it, the lady, I cannot remember her name, I'm so sorry. It was, it was John Cho or Henry Cho and um, some lady, I can't remember her name. They were listing the directors and she really points out the fact that there was no females in the reading. And it's like, okay, you're setting up a standard that isn't necessarily true. Do you really want? Do you really want women to just have a participation award and have that? That's one spot? what I'm saying. Because like it's so annoying. Catherine Bigelow. Mentality. There's oh, who, for, who directed Honey Boy again? I always forget her name. It's so hard to pronounce for my for me. For I believe reason. it's Alma Harrell is how you pronounce it. That's another person where I thought if if she was nominated, that'd make total fucking sense to me. Yeah, I think so too. But the thing is, there were more options that made sense to me before that, and I think giving a participation award to somebody just because they're a woman it devalues. The great yeah. things that they're bringing to film now. I don't think that anybody. I don't think that anybody wants people to be directed to people to be nominated just based on but the merit. That's of the, where you're definitely wrong. I don't think wrong. that's true. I don't think that's true. I think I, I don't think you're right about that. But listen, it, it is true. And I don't think it is because you have to think about not everybody is at the mental state or understanding of film that we are. Well, there's yeah, people who just passively read something going. There's no ladies in the Oscars. Should we or, be upset about that? Yeah, we yeah, should be upset about that. Exactly. But I don't think anybody's saying that people should be nominated because they're women. I don't think that that's what people are saying. That is definitely I think an that argument. People are out saying there. that you you can't say there's nobody arguing that. That's ridiculous. I can't say that there's nobody arguing, but I I think that you're making out to me that people are like X person needs to be nominated because they're a woman. I think so, that the issue is people are like these people aren't nominated despite deserving it. Okay, but but we're talking about and this the year. Academy privileges. White male perspectives, so, so and I think that that's a valid criticism. I think that I that, think that I think it's an invalid criticism. Yeah, in, Bridget? Based um, on the fact that women and black directors have all been nominated in the past years, in multitudes, there were two women nominated. In, but there in a is year. also a history. But, with but, the academy. but then we're going off of the same thing where nobody can have a lesson learned. So are we saying from here on out, every single year there has to be a woman director, or they're ignoring people, yes. or they're being see that's wrong. Because what happens when there's five male directors that are better than one of the women directors who are in that category? Well, I, I'm just messing around, it's, but I don't think that that's what anybody's saying. But that's what I'm telling you is the response. That's the only way out to what you're saying. Because the only I don't way think to prove the only way to prove that you're being the only way to prove that you're being genuine. Because the the only thing you have to say they're being disingenuine or being like 
you know, overly male is the fact that there wasn't a woman nominated. So every year that a woman's not nominated, that's the same argument. It's going to happen every time. And the fact is there will be years where five male directors, or who knows, five female directors are better than the other group. It's based but on merit of film, not on gender. These ge- this gender nobody's, thing. I don't think anybody's saying that it but, is. No, no, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that. But the only solution to prove that the Academy isn't being sexist is by putting somebody in the female spot every year or the same argument we've dragged up every yeah. single time. I mean, I don't think that's necessarily... I think the solution so is... Then how do they solve it? Well, like, oh, sorry. I was, I, I was just getting Let on the question. Let me finish. I, I'm not, you, know, you know I respect you. I'm waiting for Get your him. response. Bro, <laughs> do not <laughs> test me. Um, <laughs> I, well, I think... Damn, I lost my fucking train of thought. See what you do? Sorry. Um, I think. I think that... I don't think it's just about one category. I think people want to see category like like across the board, di- diverse perspectives and diverse films there. And I think people want to see an array of different sorts of rep- representation that I think that we really got to see this year. And I think that this year was sort of exceptional in that regard. But that doesn't mean that they don't have work to do. And so I don't think it necessarily means that every year there has to be X amount of women in the group, X amount of people of color in the group. But I do think I find like, you know, I find it hard to believe that, that there wouldn't be years that there, that there even would be years without because, because women make great films and they do and they have, and people of color make great films and they do and they have. And I can think of people that and like, there are people that should have been nominated for certain categories that just weren't. And I'm not saying that it's an intentional act by the academy to say hey we're going to exclude these people but i think it's a matter of perspective and bias based on what people see so i think that the voters don't necessarily see these movies because you know th- that's just not in their in their in their frame of mind so do it's you think not in their in their you know do you think the in their framework do you think the five directors this year weren't diverse enough tell me who the five were okay so that's sam mendes Okay. Uh, Bone Joon Ho, uh, Quinn Tarantino, Martin Scorsese, and Todd Phillips. I'm I mean, I'm glad to see the Bong Joon Ho got there. Because remember, there's but two I people of color out of the five. Sam Mendes is Hispanic. But I hear. But I think that there are people who. I, I think that there are, there are other people who deserved it more than some of the people that got in there, and I think that sure, but but do, but do you think they got in there? Solely on the basis that they're a man or that they're white before. No, and I never said that. I'm not what saying I'm you saying are. I'm is, asking the question. I definitely am not accusing you of saying that. What I'm saying is that, like, Sam Mendes gets nominated, right? Mm-hmm. Because the kind of movie that Academy voters enjoy <coughs> is the kind, like, 1917. A oh, very, definitely. For sure. A very Western, male-centric war film. See, but you, you're... Okay. You're conflating the two issues, right? Let me finish. Okay. Uh, so, a very... Western, you know, like male-centric, a male point of view, male characters. There was one woman in that movie. And so that's the movie that gets nominated. And I'm not saying it's because of that. But I'm saying that those are the kind of movies that Academy voters tend to see. Those are the kind of movies that Academy voters see themselves in. Okay. And so I think that with a more diverse Academy of voters... Who were who were interested in seeing different perspectives and indeed saw themselves in those perspectives, 
then we would see naturally a more diverse list of best nominated directors or best whatever. Yeah, so I make the argument. So, okay. And I think that the Academy is making steps into that direction. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, especially because they've had controversy, I think that that's what they're trying to do, and I applaud it. But I also think that there's more room to grow. So I, I hear you completely on all those fronts. And I make the argument that I think when we look more into the film category, because like I said, and like we both, we've all said, 2019 was an incredible year for film. And any really any of the directors that would have gotten nominated, people could make an argument for them being there, even Todd Phillips. So when we look at the films, I'd argue, just on my basis of the knowledge of, of the novel itself, Little Women is definitely more women-centric. I think that that's a fair argument to make just based on what I know of the novel. <laughs> Granted, I haven't seen the yeah, film, no, I think so I true. can't be for sure. So that's an example of the Academy voting in a, a, a kind of movie like that. And I think you're absolutely right that this is something that's been changing. But the part that bothers me was when is when people hounded about the female director aspect of it. Because in my opinion, this was one of the most diverse director choices we've had. Because one, we had a foreign film one. We had an, essentially what I would consider to be two legends happen to both make a movie in the same year. So we had two legends in the category that neither of them won, which is really cool too. Showing a passing of the torch. We have an Hispanic person who made a really experimental film. You know, you may not like it in 1917, <laughs> but it is experimental. And he tried a lot of different things with it. <coughs> and then Todd Phillips is Todd Phillips. He's, he's the hot buy. He's, the, he's in that category because they know <laughs> if the Joker director is in the nominations, people are going to come and watch the Oscars. <coughs> but in all that, I don't see them specifically going, let's just move away from having a woman director or having a black director, especially when just the year prior we had Spike Lee win best director. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Sam Mendes is Hispanic. Okay. Well, we'll ignore <laughs> that then. I just, I was like, is he though? I think he is, but we'll I ignore it. I think he is. He's, I, he's I like... mean... It, I, 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 I could be wrong. I could it be wrong. wouldn't really even matter. No, not Because the, it, the point stands. I not just... Not it matters. Yeah. I feel like better isn't good enough. Like, better, yeah, but that, I feel see, like... That's the part of the wait, problem, though. let her though. finish. Let her finish. I mean, okay. I feel like better isn't... Like, I get it. They're working on it, and it's a process... However, I feel like it's just really kind of disheartening to watch when there's no one getting, like, director or, like, directing or, like, nobody that's like me. And I'm, I don't know, there's, like, a lot of people that it's not that, with like, I'm not sure what I'm trying to say. Um, like, I'm white, so it's just the woman part, I guess, but, like, especially being a queer woman, it's hard, and, like, I don't know, maybe one day I'll want to be writing and being, like, noticed by the Academy, and it's kind of disheartening, it, like, makes me not want to, it makes the art that I see by women that I'm, like, this is amazing, this is so good. And then kind of it being dismissed is sort of like crushing. I think that's... I stopped myself earlier, so I'm going to say what I have to say now. Okay. okay. 
Okay. I hear you if that was the full case round, but we have to consider previous years because if we're talking about the past, we're talking about improvement. We have to talk about the things that have already been done. So, first of all, Greta was, was totally robbed in 2017, but she was nominated. Last year, Spike Lee won. And Inuertu won the year before Greta was nominated. People of color and diversity have been nominated before. There are people out there that fit the representation that you want that have won Academy Awards before. Right off the bat, I don't know if she won an Academy Award, but someone who got a lot of notoriety was like Diablo Cody. She wrote like Juno and Jennifer's Body. There's people out there that are represented, and I agree with you that it's not enough, but if you go guns blazing and angry at every single Oscars, for one, it devalues the people who did achieve the nomination. I think all five of those directors did a fucking incredible job. Even even 1917, I think that that is still a super experimental idea. I didn't like the fucking film, but that takes a lot of work. So I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, they're bullshit because somebody else should have been there. And I'm not saying that's what you guys are saying, but I argue that when we get up in arms about this, it does that. And especially in regards to if we're going to ignore the past, too. I don't think anybody's ignoring the past. Like, I see where you're coming from. And I'm not talking about you guys, either. This is not... You guys are exactly right. I'm talking about internet rage. I'm talking about Twitter anger. The people who don't sit there and... Like, the people who are calling... Todd Phillips, like a misogynist and stuff like that, and finding any way to devalue. I mean, that may be true. I don't know about Todd but, but, Phillips. But, but if you're trying to devalue every single director because you feel like you were cheated by not having a woman director, that's not really... What, what this seems like the do? problem with Hollywood, and it seems like we're taking a very small case sample looking at just this Oscars. Like like too. you said, Logan, like there has been amazing women and amazing people of color that have gotten Oscars in the past. We're looking at a small case sample and also not getting to the root of the problem. The problem is Hollywood. The problem is people not creating what you want to see, you know? Like, and I just want to maybe, clarify that you two are right. Yeah, but yeah. But I think that the Academy is 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 comprised of people who work in Hollywood, and I think that's part of the issue. I mean, not yeah. that, the, yeah. that the Academy shouldn't be Hollywood people, but just to say that that it's, it's, it's the, in the, the film industry has ways to go. And I think that the issue that people have with this year is why shouldn't why like why shouldn't Greta Gerwig be nominated for Best Director? For that matter, why shouldn't um, Taika Waititi be nominated for Best Director? Why shouldn't the Safdie brothers? Why shouldn't yeah, a lot of these and people I think, that created? And I will say about the Safdie brothers yeah. too is that Uncut Gems is a movie steeped in Jewish culture yeah. exactly. and in African American culture as well, especially mm-hmm. in New York City. And, and I think the Safdie that, brothers and are I think two that Jewish that plays men in because those are not the kind of films. That the Academy voters seek out, and those are not the kind of films that they relate to. Well, and I think that's the point we, that I'm making. Well, when we get into the Safdie brothers, there's, there's a little bit more complication than that. I no, I think that, that I think there's more stuff going into that. But they, like, they're known for like pissing off Hollywood. Every, yeah. every, they they are Hollywood haters, as they yes. say. So with Safdie brothers, it's almost like the idea of nominating them was just as horrifying to them as nominating Adam Sandler. Yeah, somebody that the Academy also hates. Um, but that has to do with Hollywood hating them. Like Hollywood hates the Safdie brothers. They do. Right. And, and the, the big reason behind that is because they, they essentially are like churning out these super indie films and, you know, for, for a lot of like really public audiences, a lot of, you know, pop culture, whatever you want to call it, they don't enjoy really uncomfortable films and they find them annoying or bad or flashy or douchey or pretentious, whatever you want to call it. 
So that's why they don't like the Safety brothers. Um, but I think you're right in the sense that it also, when, when there's a huge like cultural difference in these films, sometimes people don't relate. Yeah, and I think that's the point that I'm trying to make. I don't, I'm not saying that the Academy has to nominate you know, one woman for every one man nominated for a category. And, and I agree but with I you. Think, but there I think are that people the, that think that but way. But that's the, that's the issue, right? I think right? that's the minority. I think that people... But the issue is, you're absolutely right about that, too. It's a loud minority, though. It is allowed. The it's loud a loud, outraged minority. And and yet again... I feel I like think we've been debating about nothing. I feel like ultimately... bands together the ignorant. They band together the ignorant. We're, we're right. We're, we're all in agreement over what should be done. I agree <laughs> that there should be representation for everybody. I think that it's important because the world is a lot more diverse than a white dude. I get that entirely. You guys are both right. <laughs> My issue is that I think all this outrage that is like super loud is having the opposite effect and making people have that mentality of get woke, go broke. And people are revolting against it. Some people are so disgusted by this, why isn't there a woman president, that there's people out there like, oh my God, I'm so done with this concept. Like Franny is one of these people who I have to constantly remind, hey... There's nothing wrong if, you know, there is representation. But she's so used to the toxic end of it from online. Yeah, I get just so used to it. Like, years ago, I used to classify myself as a feminist, and now I don't even want to do that because I just think, like, a lot of the outrage is just disgusting. I am and, more... Like, I am, hold up. Just, I like, am inarguably like, more I, feminist I, than Frank. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm 100% not a feminist I'm, at this fucking point. This is not an anti-feminist podcast. No, it's not an anti-feminist. I can see all worldviews, but I just hate over outrage when and making a problem out of nothing. And I think we need to have a talk later about what feminist <laughs> actually is. So, so let, me, let, me, let, me, let me speak real quickly. I, I it agree. Is, it is absolutely true that I am much more... I'm, I am a feminist and Franny... As, as in a lot of cases, is not. I think I'm we need not. to have a talk about what feminism and, is, and, but we can do that I later. Agree. I agree. And I, and I try to tell Franny, like, and, and here's the thing. Sometimes she gets me in these binds where I'm like, she has a fucking point, and it's not about the feminism thing, but about <laughs> the outrage thing. Like, it is true. Like, who the fuck wants to listen to people get mad no matter what you do? Exactly. And there is a min- minority that does that. So what people need to do is ease up. Greta didn't get nominated this year. That's fine. We all know that she's a fucking prize director. Lady Bird is a great film. I'm sure Little Women's great. I haven't seen it. But we know that she's going to be back. She's incredible. As well as many other female directors who are on the rise are going to do it. I just would hate to be... I would hate this conversation. I would hate for what people take from this conversation to be that you should stop getting upset about the lack of diversity. At the I, I, yeah. What, no, what I, I think want, what you should take from this conversation is that you should be upset about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think and what you I should think, take from this is you should you should understand what it really means. I think what you should take from this is the problem isn't the isn't just the academy, it's Hollywood. And if you want to see something out there that's not being represented, go fucking make it I mean, or support people that are making support yeah, people that are making it. Go out and see shit that's by minorities or something, you know, clearly the majority isn't They're, going and seeking this out. I want to disclaim that we are a group of white people here. So like if we, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's true. We are. So like, yeah, if, if you, I mean, Native American, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. If we want to get fucking specific, but uh, on the surface, we're, I'm as white, white I, people. I'm as no, we're for, we, we are we're for, all, we are for 
white or white, white passing people. Yeah, white um, people from the Midwest. That's damn true. Yeah, we are we are quite Midwestern. Um, <laughs> and so, like, what I want to say too is that, like, if we're totally wrong and like we're idiots, then please tell us. Yeah, fucking. Well, I, I just want to point out. I'm I gonna, love when people fight me on the "I'm not a feminist" thing. Fight I'm, me on anything. I'm like, not going to. I don't want to fight. Gonna I just want to talk. You know. I just want to chit chat. I'm not going to throw up my diversity flag, but I am I am from a very low-income area of the country. Yeah, no, for I sure. understand adversity, not to say that people don't, but one of the things I would say to people who feel like there's not enough representation, understand that your adversity is the most powerful thing anybody can give you, and what makes you different than people Fuck is yeah. what makes you incredible. And that, Fuck I feel yeah. like, starting to be reflected. But let's yeah. not get caught up in, well, this person, these specific groups need to be represented for this reason. And I think you should absolutely be mad if you're not represented but understand when progress is progress and when it's not. And get and get behind people that are representing you. Yeah. Get behind it and fucking support it and go see it. Yeah, go see the and movie. And find shit online ticket. and fucking, yeah, pay for the fucking ticket. Buy go support people, mm-hmm. grassroots supporting people, you and know? I like, there's fucking startups and shit for people that want to be making this kind of stuff yeah. that want to be making the things that you want to see and find that shit seek and it a24, out 24 we love you a24 yeah we love yeah. we love, we love a24. a24 we stand exactly i want to say too that like the sort of outrage that you're talking about and the sort of where people are like oh x person should be nominated because they're a woman i I don't think that happens like you think it does. Like, it, I've never seen it. I understand. Girl. It's a loud minority. It's a loud let minority. Let me, let me make my point. People here. love outrage. Like, I've never seen it. I, I like, can, girl, you have not been on the just, internet, if though. If we just go on Twitter, we can find it in 10 seconds. It'll yeah. Take no time at give me, all. Give well, me fucking three seconds. No. Let, me, let me make my point. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, <laughs> We're not. No, you're not. You, you stay interrupting me over there. I'm sorry. Let me finish. She's going to fight you. <laughs> I hope not. So my point is that the outrage that you're seeing, I think, is largely misconstrued. I think that people probably feel the same way as we collectively do. They just aren't, aren't articulating it the same. And then people see it and they react to it like, oh, X person on Twitter says that Greta Gerwig should have been nominated just because she was a woman. When I don't think that that's ever what that person was intending to say. I think so I think that we are... I think that people are seeing things and, and are making jumping to conclusions about what those people think. That is and a lot I don't, of blind faith. And I don't really, I just don't see it and I just don't see it happening. And I think that we run the risk of saying and of sounding like say, like we're saying that, you know, if you're upset about the way that things are in the Academy, you're contributing to this now, culture see, of outrage. You just, and that's not what I want to, and that's not what I want to come off. As I saying. Also you, just, that. you just flipped the narrative to the exact opposite where you said, that since we're saying these things, people are going to misconstrue us. But I mean, yet, we're misconstruing them. So here's my argument with that. To act like blind faithfully, there are no un- the dishonest actors out there who are just angry to be angry because people find a reason to be outraged over anything. That's just true. That's just the tr- I mean, I'm not saying that's not true. And people I think that, love outrage. And I think especially when you have anonymity added to it, people who can say whatever they want. Yeah. There but are people, think, who, and, and here's the thing, they are much more toxic to a movement than we are. Because we're telling you, we agree. Representation is incredibly important. But the people who are online, like, it's, it's not a woman, so it's blah, and that is a thing. 
they are much more toxic to a movement and to improvement than we are. Again, I'll say, I think that that, that, that sentiment is probably pretty close to the same as ours, but it's just, but you have, you know, such short space on the internet. And I think that it, and I think that it's not articulated the way that we are articulating let's it. Let's do, let's and do a, I'm, in the comments, this is a good option, actually. In the comments, if you more see what me and Franny are saying, let us know, or if you more see what me and what Madison and Bridget are saying. I don't know. I mean, Bridget, what do you think about that? Because, like, I like, I don't know. Do you feel like you don't you see that sort of, like, outrage? I mean. For outrage's sake? Like, sometimes, but it's really not something I see a whole lot. Typically, if I'm, like, scrolling through Tumblr, I'm like, yeah, that's a valid point. You're in a, you're in a much not. different part of the internet when you're on Tumblr. Well, not, okay, let's not get not into that. Not Tumblr. Well, I, I'm sorry, I, Twitter. But, like, I think well, Tumblr too. Yeah, it but also Tumblr like Twitter. I know, I know, but there are places on the internet where I guess you would see it a little less. But like, go on fucking Facebook, for example. Like, Facebook has such a diverse like amount of people on it. Sorry, I'm yelling because I'm very passionate. <laughs> I'm outraged, but uh, I'm outraged about all this goddamn outrage. But um, Facebook, like, it's got people born in fucking two thousand. Up to, like, <laughs> our parents, you know? Like, <laughs> up to even further than that, our grandparents. Like, it's got a diverse community, and it's people that read fucking headlines of shit and then <laughs> go off that and spread it like wildfire, and I that's mean, where the outrage comes from. It comes from mis- misinformation. It comes from ignorant people that don't want to dig any further and don't want the facts and just want to be mad about what they're seeing. I mean, if we need to make a point about people with misinformation, just just look at American elections, right? Yeah. Like, people who are supporting Joe Biden or people who are supporting Donald fucking Trump, they are not all just evil people who support Trump. They are just misinformed people. And I, I, and I make the argument that there's a loud minority of people <laughs> who look at this Oscar stuff and this diversity, and they don't really, like, the sole fact is what they want is this diverse group in this diverse category every single time. I don't think that they would say that if you asked them. I think they might. I think there's definitely groups that would. say you, Bridget. I felt like you were about to say something. <laughs> I feel like there's, de- if you can tell me that there's nobody like that, I would be very shocked. I don't know. I just, I feel like, one, Tumblr is known for its outrage. <laughs> I want that to be known. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but, I mean, like, I think a lot of times they have valid points, and sometimes they might be, like, <coughs> a little more aggressive. Yeah, I'm not denying there's valid points. I w- I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I, I understand there's valid points. I'm saying there's people who aren't. Yeah. For every person that has a valid point, there's people that have no point and just want to be angry. But continue. Sorry. I'm outraged. Um, but I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about outreach culture. I feel like it's a very good... I think it's important. I think people should be outraged. Let's I mean, clarify like, that. I, I think it's toxic and I think it's a slippery slope. No, no, no. And I think it's I dangerous. don't even agree with that. I think it's I fucking think dangerous. I think, people, I think you should get mad. If people just sit there and take it, that's wrong. People, I think you should get people should I think get people angry. should get fucking informed. Not get angry before they're informed. Okay, but but there's the thing. Most angry people are informed. That's the right, issue. Right, if you are. If but, you that's are fucking informed. fantastic. If you're angry and <coughs> informed... Fucking you fantastic. You're yelling, bro. Yeah, you're yelling at me. I am sorry. I'm an Italian but, woman. It is my culture. But the issue is that's not, that's just isn't, it's just factual that it's not all of them. And I, and, and I, sorry. 
sorry. No, you go ahead. I, I was feel like you. sometimes um, people being like outrage cap- uh, culture can be like a scapegoat. Yeah. And like, so like I see people being like, oh, well, that's just outrage culture. It's like, and you know, using it to dismiss like someone's claims. And that can be crippling as well. And and I and again like I don't know I feel like I keep saying but like I feel like people I feel like the the idea that people are sitting here saying like oh we should have you know two black people nominated for X category every year I don't think that that's happening that's totally a thing it's Madison happening. I'm sorry I mean, but it is and I feel like I think it's happening and I feel like we're gonna beat this horse into the ground about it takes away from <laughs> okay. the actual point that we're but, making. but now you're making the opposite argument where okay so we're not, we shouldn't talk about it because we might bring off the wrong message right no that's not what I'm saying at all I think okay. that us I think that I think that we are making a big thing out of something that's not really a big one that's what I the think fa- huge thing outrage is though I think that to the degree that it's said. It is like I think that I think that most people generally know that that is not what people want. I, I, I it's you know that's a slippery slope because I don't want to sit here and be like people's outrage isn't valid because it is. No, I think people's outrage is valid, but I think like the like what you're saying that like people are out here like we need to have X number of people in X category. That's a, I think that is there definitely are people like that out no. there. No, I'm not. I'm not arguing. Yeah, I, I think that I think that. That happens, sure, mm-hmm. but I think that one, it comes from sort of like Franny said, a degree of misinformation. That's what I've been and saying. And two, a lack of a lack of articulation about what they actually want. And so I think that when when we blow up about this sort of culture of outrage and this sort of culture of people getting offended, we we sound just like the people who are like, "Oh, you stupid snowflakes," and I don't want to be. But that I person. am the I person that's finish. like, "Oh, you stupid snowflakes." Okay, well, don't be. But um, <laughs> sorry, but. it is my way. I will not apologize. But I, I think us worrying about the way we're coming off. No, I'm not worried about the way we're coming off. Okay, good. I, I misunderstood. I I but like what I I don't what I don't want to say. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I. I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to articulate. I think to I think not that, acknowledge that, that there's at least like 10 percent of outrage culture that's bullshit is monstrative sure. to 90 percent. Sure, is but real. I think, but I think that when we, when we, like you know, when we talk about it as if they're this like huge group of people, I think that it just largely comes from misinformation and inability to articulate what they actually want to see change. And so I think that that us talking about it like in the way that we are almost like. We're saying, oh, you're uh, like, I don't want to say, oh, you're easily offended because I don't think that's the case at all. And I don't think that people are necessarily wrong. And I don't think that we, I feel like, I feel like we're devoting a lot of energy to people who are just like opinions we don't care about. But it's, it's not just us as devoting the energy. The issue is that it's, a, it's affecting. So the 10%, it's like a poisoning of the well. If you have an if, if people are outraged, but they're not legitimately outraged for a good reason, and that, that is ten percent people who don't even fully care or know about it, those are the loudest. But I also and they're think poisoning the well of people who need to understand the outrage. But people I also who kind aren't of understanding why people are upset. They're writing it off because they're like, oh, these people are always upset about nothing, and there yeah. is a ten percent that are. It's just but I, but I also kind of think that the. 
the academy is misinterpreting the people who are saying like, hey, you need to widen your perspectives and interpreting that as saying, oh, you need to automatically nominate more people of X race or gender. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that, that that's the issue, too, is that like people I think that the academy in Hollywood misinterprets what people want. And I think that's a problem. Yeah, I agree with that entirely. I feel like we've kind of come to it. I feel like we've been talking about this for a while. The other thing is, too, is we're really not all even that much in disagreement. No, I don't really think we are either. I feel like we're, like, within a percent of one another. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think we are either. Especially me think... and you guys, and Franny's, like, 10% away from everybody, but that's okay. I feel like Franny's pissed at us right now. Sorry, I'm... I mean, I just have a little bit of a different view than you guys on some things. And that's fine, because I love talking to people with other views, and I love hearing their side of it. I just, I don't like outrage culture. I think it's valid when there is a good reason to be outraged, but I don't like people that feel the need to be outraged all the time in, in any degree. Even if I agree with the reason they're outraged, I'm just like, okay, can we bring Says it in you outraged. and get like some facts? You know? I don't know. But, um... I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, like, maybe we can kind of shift gears and talk about the things we did like, like the things that we were happy to see. Or we can talk about the things that outraged us about the Oscars, the fucking cats bullshit. Uh, wait, before we, before we <laughs> go on, I just want to say, no, because I know that I might have came off earlier, know that I am an ally, I'm an ally to people who feel marginalized. I do not want people to think I'm not. Oh, for sure. Me too. Me too. I am an ally to people that feel because I don't want it to come off like I'm like oh they're stupid and they're not they have no reason to be outraged I I absolutely agree that people should stand up for what they believe in anyway fuck yeah they should and like I don't think that there's any confusion about this but I'm like a communist so whatever <laughs> I'm all I'm about this. like if I'm hella gay so if if you feel <laughs> I'm like lesbian if you feel like there's no representation for who you are or what you are out there go get behind that representation or be that representation. You know, all these fucking directors and shit that we saw today, you know, not, a good majority of them didn't get the shit just handed to them. They had to go out and make it happen. Except for when they literally handed them the trophies. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about original. Hand. I'm talking about originally when they made their fucking first movie, when they made their fucking first Wait, screenplay. I love you, but you were yelling like the Walmart lady. Motherfucker! Motherfucker! <laughs> you were literally so yelling like this. I have a hard time not being like, loud. I mean, like, you talk, we talk about outrage culture. You were fucking outrage. You are the epitome of outrage. You were outrage. But, like, I want to talk about, like, I want to talk about the good things from tonight. Yes, please. I want to talk about fucking Bong Joon-ho Sweeping hey. the fucking show. That he, is my man. Literally, that Parasite came shit. in and just king fucking shit. Like, did he's it, my mans. He's the only mans I need. Oh, that's cute. He's so nice, he's too. It. He's so, like, he seems like the coolest guy. I want to hang out with him. For he sure. He really did just sweep the floor tonight. And what a, like, he's the perfect he example of, like, a filmmaker that has always been really meaningful. In and is diverse as hell. Well, okay, we're moving on from that. <laughs> but when you think about I'll films stop. like Snowpiercer and Okja and, it, it, you know, his American films as well as his Korean films. Yeah, yeah. I love Snowpiercer. If you haven't seen Snowpiercer, you should watch so it. So good. There's, there's, a, there's a theory. I know. You already know what the time is. I already know what the fuck you're on. You want to go ahead and say it? There's a theory that a Snowpiercer is, like, I don't know, like, I don't know how to say it. Like a, it's a prequel. A prequel. To, to Willy, Willy Wonka, Wonka and the, the Chocolate, Chocolate Factory, Factory baby. What? Fun fact, Bong Joon-ho is also a huge fan of that film. Yeah, he fucking loves that movie. So maybe there's And honestly, who doesn't? That movie's great. Gene Wilder? There's some tough scenes in that movie. 
but I it's a great it. film. It's a, it's, it's a very childhood movie for me. I rewatched it recently. Um, there's a local bar that does like um, showings. I have to like pee. movies. I'm going to walk away. You guys keep talking. I mean, okay. we can pause it for a second. Let's if you pause want. it then. Right. Mid sentence. No, go on. Go on. Finish your thing. Um, and like, I recently saw it like as an adult at a bar, like, and holy shit, that movie is way more fucked up than you think it is <laughs> watching yeah. it as an adult. You know, I Hell loved it. Yeah. I feel like I loved it even more nowadays. <laughs> All right. Now you can pause it. I got it. Right, we're going to pause it. Bullshit. Okay. I pee. So we're back. I'm back. Really hey, quick. just a little disclaimer, headphone users. I'm sorry. It's because a little, it's a little I yell now. a lot. It's a, it sounds a bit. I'll I'll fix the <laughs> I'll fix the volume and stuff when I edit. Oh, are you okay, Bridget? Oh, are you good? What just happened? Yeah. Guys, donate to our Patreon so we can get Bridget a real chair. She's Please. still in a fold out chair. A folding chair, guys. With a very small mic stand that comes about mm, four inches off the table. If that she's pitiful, or just maybe like some some. We were new talking headphones. about this before we started that Bridget has the worst of everything because she's the <laughs> nicest of all. Yeah, of I know. I know oh, that yeah, she won't put up a fight. Sure. Like the rest of us would sit here and bitch the whole time, the whole time. Like, we tried to switch the microphone stands between Franny and Bridget, and it just did not work. Franny fucking knocked the shit. Out. <laughs> that was that's actually in this podcast. You can listen to that. Like yeah, five yeah minutes it, ago. Was, it was more than five minutes ago. It was like an hour ago. ago. I'm sure we've been arguing for hours. We had not hours, but like an hour. Yeah, that sounds about Oof. right. But yeah, the good things from tonight, fucking Parasite doing an amazing job. Mm-hmm. First foreign language speaking film to ever win Best yeah, Picture. That's amazing. We just watched that. history, to too. We like, really did. And that paves the way for like a lot of people that like have a fucking dream to make shit like yeah, that. You and know? I like, that's a huge moment for representation, which is awesome. And I hope that this allows us to bring more foreign films to American yes. audiences and to like to be able to see cool foreign movies in American theaters and like on American streaming services and stuff yeah. like that. It's time, yeah. Because and I want to see more of them. I'm, you know, I'm I'm in a class right now. I'm I'm a college student. I'm not like a film major, which I hope is obvious because I don't I feel like I'm I feel like there's a film major attitude. I'm not a film bro. We so kind of we do have kind of film bro vibes. I don't think I do. We do. We both do. Okay, whatever. Do Maybe I? I do. No. 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 Okay, cool. Not at all. Just <laughs> every movie you've seen, it's like I was telling uh, you and Franny, every movie you guys have ever seen, it's like the first time you've ever seen a movie. <laughs> For sure. You're like, what does that mean? But it's a film. Keep watching. One thing I was going to say, though, was um, Parasite, I feel like, got a lot of people out of their comfort zones as yeah. far as being a moviegoer. Because I, re- it took Logan, and it took all you guys so much convincing to even get me to one. I see Logan slowly turning down my volume. sorry i'm so loud but um just to get me to want to go see it was hard because i was like i'm not gonna read a fucking movie maybe that's the midwest lady in me but like i I had the promise here we were gonna make a cute date out of it yeah he had literally (laughs) promised me that we're going to the cute local theater and that like if I didn't like it, we could get a fucking treat after. And we were gonna like, we she was gonna like get her a beer and we had popcorn. And yeah. I was gonna make it Aww. a big thing. He had a promise Aww. there'd be alcohol involved. Like, <laughs> it had to be a thing for me to even want to go. And I finally went, and I was like, oh my god, like, I loved that. I it obvious like, I'm not a speed reader by any means. It took a fucking minute for me to get used to reading you the adjust, subtitles. You know? Exactly, which is so funny because like I'm Franny, so um, deaf, so I watch everything with subtitles. <laughs> but it just took me a second to like catch up and like be able to like fucking be in it and also read it. Subtitles, gang. Exactly, hey. but like the second I did, I was like, Punch, "This is awesome," and I feel like that was. Button. 
And I feel like that was probably a lot of people seeing this movie, like getting out of their comfort zone to even go see it and then realizing like, holy shit, there's this whole other side of like cinema that I would have never given a shot to. Because I would have never Franny, gone and uh, saw that on my own accord. Franny couldn't watch Inglorious Bastards because of the subtitles in it. Yeah, exactly. Like I would have never have subtitles in Inglorious. I would have never saw that on my own accord. The whole beginning scene has tons of it. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. I'm just like when I hear Inglorious Bastards, I'm like a hundred Nazi scouts. I think I'm yeah, like I've never watched a sub anime. I just anime, convinced like, myself I'm watching that two night after this. I I'm gonna, I'm gonna rewatch it. I haven't seen it in forever. Um. I, I just think that's cool. It's like opening up a whole new world for people that like went and go see a foreign film. It's showing that like it can be liked by the masses. Yeah, and so yeah, like I said, I hope this means that we get to see more in the in the states. Yeah, and it's that probably they're more accessible to us to see them. Exactly. A lot of a lot of AMC's are kind of opening it up um, Heck, with yeah. some foreign stuff, and you know that's that's really great. This but is not an AMC. This is still an no, AMC hate. That, that's why I was about to. I was going to go to the next part though. But um, the biggest thing for me, from what I've seen, is that a lot of streaming services are picking up on that stuff. Yeah, which I love. Which I love to see. Perfect examples: Roma on Netflix, so good. Nominated last year, so good. Also, I want to say this is something I've been discovering because I I have I'm in a film class right now. Um, I'm I'm taking like an Asian an Asian American film class, and a lot of the movies that we watch, you watch them on Canopy. If you have a I don't know if this is like a regional thing. Not sponsored. But in the event that it, 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 it is a regional thing, I think. Is it a regional thing? Yeah. Well, maybe you also have an a- access to a service like this, but through your library card, it is a library of a bunch of classic indie and foreign films, and yeah. it's really cool. You A24. Can watch. Oh, shit. Right? Really? A24 has yep. a bunch. Yeah. Like even more recent stuff, like Hereditary is on there. Yeah. Moonlight is on there. Wow. That's awesome. That re- yeah, it's not that recent, but yeah. It is pretty it's recent. I almost said that relevant. It's I'm so like, it's cool. super relevant. It's not that recent. It's so cool the time we're in that, like, you can... It's, it's so accessible, you know? Yeah, Anybody yeah. can go in out and watch these movies. My biggest you thing is... You don't have to have a lot of money to go to the theater and see it. I'm going to die on the hill of physical media. Oh, I agree. I do like to have things physical. I, I just... I need to have physical copies of everything because... Yeah, but for people that can't afford to do that... I mean, it's the it's same price, option. usually. If you buy something digital, it's like 20 bucks. Yeah, but I mean, like, getting it through your libraries. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not talking about that. Yeah. The streaming services are awesome. But until you buy your physical media, you, you're just renting it. Even if you buy the digital <laughs> copy, you're just renting it. True. Okay, film bro. Well, I'm saying this because one of the, the physical media actually helps out people who make these films. Oh, yeah, for Even sure. more so than a lot of digital options. So if you want to yeah. support movies like, I don't know, Parasite probably doesn't need it. But if you have the financial. Indie <laughs> films so. like Waves or Honey Boy, you can, I mean, even though Honey Boy is on Amazon, you can still get that physical copy and I think you should. Yeah. Just threw that out there. Sorry. Especially um, if you're passionate about it and like a movie you really like because that's something you can fucking pass on. You know, that's so cool. Yeah. But yeah, like, I mean, in terms of, yeah, just like other stuff that I was happy to see tonight, I was happy to see Taika Waititi win um, the best adapted, adapted screenplay. screenplay. It took me in it. I was blanking because I like that's that it was a great screenplay and I loved it. Yeah, and if you would have bet ten Go ways to, to Sunday, people would have told you it'd been Irishman. Yeah, for sure. So it's really it, and also Irishman didn't get anything, but it was really great to see Taika like kind of you know like he's such a like a jokester and prankster as like mm-hmm. a person and seeing him that serious. Yeah, and you could tell it was that really he touching, was, and you, you could tell that he was surprised and excited to yeah. have that award. And his story about how he even got the access to that book was so cute. Yeah, and yeah. like his mom bought him yeah. the book. Yeah. Like that's adorable. And like he's a big activist for indigenous rights, especially yes. where he is from. Um, and so, like, it was cool to hear him say, like, you know, 
you can do this. And it was cool to have that moment where he recognized, too, that, like, they were on indigenous lands. And, like, that's the kind of thing I want to see the Academy do. Another good moment for representation mm-hmm. from tonight. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah, like, that's what I want to see the Academy doing. And just, I, I liked just seeing him in general get noticed because, in my opinion, Jojo Rabbit was the best movie this year. In my opinion. Well, yeah, I mean, I, th- I really like Jojo Rabbit. got a little heads up on what Logan Summer 1 might it's, be. Dude, it's not been a secret. The other no. one's going to be the secret. I've been saying it for weeks. But um, yeah. But yeah. So like, I like that. I was I was really happy to see Elton John win. I just love that. That man. was that was a huge and also for him and Bernie to get an Oscar together. And then also Elton's so friend cute. Eminem, who also got an Oscar for best song, performing the same night. But, like uh, yeah, yeah. You know they all cool. met up with each other afterwards and hung out. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Broke out that also Eminem's performance. You know, it's oh my God. how long yeah, has it cool. been? How long has it been <laughs> since Eight Mile came out? Like ten oh, years, twenty years. It was great to see him doing that song again because that was one of the best Oscar songs I remember. I mean, that's yeah. is so powerful. So and it was, it was so cool, cool watching the whole crowd like singing along. Yeah, even though I got Although, like too much of his ass. I got a little angry because it panned Billie Eilish and she looked disrespectful in it. Like I, she I, I, wasn't making you, a very you're respectful look, face. You're so full of outrage. You're like, and that was an outrage culture for me. I think that she just looked. I know, I know, normal. and she, she's just she's like, caught off guard. I know, I know, but she's I don't know why like I had just like. Girl, I know, but I had such Poor a bad Billy. like reaction to that for a second. I feel like she so probably hope, didn't know that she was exactly being exactly. And she's a young girl. I think the funniest thing I read though, I th- I don't remember which comedian okay. said it. It was a tweet. It was like Billie Eilish is just Avril Lavigne, but she's not allowed to sing loud enough for her parents to wake up. Right. That's just funny. Like that's, that's not hilarious. hateful. It's just kind of wish. I'm really excited about the Bond song because I am too. That's, that's I'm so excited thing. about the new Bond movie. If you're a cinema fan, Bond is like just like it's the special moment, like a Tarantino. I know film it's like so it's, exciting to have a new James Bond movie, even though you hate Daniel Craig. And I've, I do, and I I've hated almost all the Daniel Craig movies. Not all, not all of them. I I love Casino Royale and I, love I like Skyfall. Skyfall. Skyfall is one of the best Bond movies ever. One of the best Bond songs ever. So. I'm hoping he keeps up this trend where he does a good one, does a bad one, does a good one, and then he just recently did a bad one, so hopefully the new one. I wasn't super into Spectre. Spectre is bad. Did not like. And Christoph Waltz is one of my all-time favorite actors. I feel like it's Christoph Waltz going to be, I think Christoph Waltz is going to be in the new one. He's in the new one, too, yeah. I do like him. He's so, he's even good in, like, The Green Hornet, and that movie was boner soup. <laughs> I think my favorite part that of tonight. Hey, if you wanna, if you wanna see Christoph Waltz, go watch *Inglorious Bastards* with Logan. After yes, God. yes, come with me and watch, or we'll watch Django together. It's so good. He's great in that. Patreon content. <laughs> I think the best part tonight was when Which? Rebel Wilson and James Corden came out. And no, out. that was the worst part. I wanted to keep talking about Tarantino. Now we're talking about this. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk about it then. Um, their costumes look better than the CG. Oh my Correct, God. which they yeah. acknowledge. I yeah. think I liked that they. I liked that they were sort of able to make fun of cats. Yeah. However, I think it's like super <laughs> shitty that it was James Corden and Rebel Wilson who had to do it because they were the butt of the joke of this movie. Yeah. yeah. Like this yeah. movie was a joke, and they were the punchline. Literally, when they were walking McCavity out, I was like, McCavity. If McCavity came out, do you think you think you would have shit your pants? Because <laughs> you're, lost you're my a McCavity stan. I am a McCavity stan. I think I've converted some people into the McCavity stan club. Stan club. As far as you I guys understand, are the McCavities. The McCavities. Yeah. McCavities. We're so sweet. We'll we'll hurt your teeth. The McCavities. McCavities. <laughs> anyway. McCavity. Yeah. That um that thing with the with that was really a shit show. And then Disgusting. also, I'm sorry. It's best visual. F- it, the the award is. 
best special effects in a film, not best film with special effects. Yeah. There is no fucking reason Avengers doesn't win for goddamn Thanos. Like, what right. the fuck, That right? is an achievement in filmmaking. That is incredible. Like, there's a human purple ball sack <laughs> walking around the whole time, and nobody's going to reward that? Looks better than the comic books depicted him. Looks exactly. more realistic. Yeah. And, like... Yeah, just for 1917 to win was just weird. I mean, the effects in that movie were fine. I'm glad it was an Irishman, though. I think I would have been a little more. If Irishman would have won, I would have been so upset. I would have been like... like, Irishman is that fucking filter where, like, you make yourself look old, but in reverse. And then when they were showing, and then, like, when they were doing the montage... (laughs) It looked barely any different. And they were showing the de-aging, I was like, oh, my God, honey, this is embarrassing. I literally forgot that there were special effects in that movie. That movie was an entire special effect. Yeah. It was so stupid. They just popped though. the Instagram filter. It's, on it's, that it's bad one boy. big filter. Yeah. Um, no CG will fix how old Robert De Niro walks. Love you, Robbie. By the way, I love him. Love you, Mr. Bob. Speaking De Niro. of people that look old, I got to see my man's Harvey Keitel in the audience mm-hmm. many times. I love that man. I would, I would die for him. I would kill for him. He needs wow. to be in more stuff. That is my. There dude. aren't many men that fit that bill. So. I know, but Harvey Keitel <laughs> is one. Like Harvey Keitel, if you're listening, I want to get your face tattooed on my body, and I'm not even joking. Are you gonna get <laughs> like current Harvey or, or like no? I'm gonna get like Reservoir Dogs Harvey. Dogs Harvey. Yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. And I love him, and I was so happy to see him because every day I have to wake up and wonder, like, has he find that? Has he, has he kicked the bucket yet? He's getting old. He's getting old, and he also wasn't in great health for a long time. Yeah, no, I know. So like every day I have like it's it's the gamble. Like with, I know the day will come. So I feel about Buscemi too. So it's nice to see him personally. Is how old is Steve Buscemi anymore? Oh gosh, oh, my phone's is he dead. Like, is check. he like ancient? Is he forever old? He's an old guy. He was old back when he did the Sandler flick. So <laughs> that's kind of I'm a, a point right in time now. where people like land a map. Man, oh, in the mon- in the music montage when they showed Reservoir Dogs. Oh my god, I loved it. Madison nearly fucking died. That's she was my so favorite excited. movie. Really? No, no, I got excited too. I was just like, I was, ex- I was excited for how excited you wow, were. Wow, Steve Buscemi's only sixty-two. See, he's not that old. He looks ancient. Yeah, he looks bad. Well, he never looks great. Fucking, oh my god. Harvey Keitel was born in thirty-nine, which would make him eighty. He's eighty years old. He looks eighty years old. He does. I mean, he looks like he's a good 80. Yeah. <sighs> it's but one of those things 80. where he's going to pull Jack Nicholson and just kind of stop acting and like kind of blend the background but still be alive and nobody knows what he's doing. And also, day, Jack Nicholson, we miss you. I, I know you're not dead, but you, we baby. miss you. Did you know Harvey Cattell was a Marine? I did. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I love the man. I've heard that before, that he's a Marine or that he was a Marine. I've heard that. Yeah, like if you, if you were a guy who played like a Quentin Tarantino kind of like lovable badass type guy, I probably have a lot of love in my heart for you. And like the, in like nineteen ninety between the years Kurt of like Russell. yeah exactly like between the years of like ninety two and ninety eight. Well, do you, do you like Travolta? <sighs> He's okay. Travolta I like, fits that exact bill you just described. I like him less and less as time goes on. Have you seen Fanatic? Yeah. I don't think I've seen Fanatic. Fanatic is the worst film ever. It came out this year. It's supposed to be so oh, bad okay. that it's good. We should all watch it. We should watch it. I agree. I, John Travolta, I like less and less with time, but like Michael Madsen, he looks terrible. If you see him, <laughs> if you see him today, like he, like the years have done a number on Michael him. Madsen but looks I like a Kroger bag filled with old coffee. He was Aww. in that movie. Uh, he does. He does look like that. He was in this great movie, Piranaconda on the sci-fi. And if you, uh, the sci-fi channel, and if you, 
Yeah. If you ever get a chance, you should really watch it. It's some of his finest work. If you uh, if you <laughs> like Ralph Garman, you should watch Lava Lantula. Nice. <laughs> okay, I was at trivia the other night. Uh-huh. I was at a trivia, and um, it was like, the category was a this or that. And it was, is it a bad sci-fi movie or a new age healing practice? And one of the items was Lava Lantula. Yeah, that's a movie. Yeah, I know. I know it is, but like... I would have won that trivia. Yeah, heck yeah. Should have brought me. We did very well. Should have brought me to the trivia. Sorry, I didn't. Because I like to have fun. Okay, I I mean, next time, if you want to drive an hour... I'll go with you an hour out of the way. I mean, I'm already there. Well, I'll have Franny bring me. (laughs) Okay, that's fine. I like trivia. Why why is it a big deal if I go to trivia with you? Are you embarrassed by me? No, it's not a big deal. I'm just saying that it's not in your neighborhood. Bridget, is she well, embarrassed we by can me? Find a no, 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 no. Bridget doesn't go to trivia. With me. I also don't go to trivia. Why don't we? Why don't you bring me right, to trivia? Fuck it. Because, because I would have to go to school with her. Trivia. We will find a trivia in the neighborhood sure. for this friend. No, there's group. a good trivia. There is a good trivia in this neighborhood as well. Oh, there is definitely. There's plenty. Yeah. Plenty. I like trivia. Okay, let's I'm do it. I'm so good at it. Let's fucking do it. There's. Um, I feel like it's weird now. I feel like it's weird. I like. I meant to make a deal of it. Now I can't go. Trivia. I can't go. All right. Um. There's a bar based on The Shining near here that I will not lay name that does trivia. Every I'll name Tuesday. it if they support our Patreon. Yeah, if you guys want to, um, or, 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 you know, you could, um, or what is it? What is like it? Sponsor There's a yeah. Quentin Tarantino S bar. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, I know yeah. that one. Does, uh, I've been there. That was the first yep, place I, I ever one. got drunk. That was the place I, I have good memories watched. there. We should, we should go to a place as our podcast and host a trivia. They probably would do it at this point. I mean, I think that we, that requires us to have people listening to us. We have over 2,000 views. No, I know. I'm playing. Actually, I want to say this, and then we'll move on to top tens, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. Do you have other stuff that... I, are you talking Are you talking about the Oscars, or are you talking about trivia? That's why I laughed. No, I'm talking about... I, I, well, I wanted to talk about... We got some comments. Oh, yes, that's right. We love you for commenting. Yes, I love good. that the, like, I got two comments meant to Jeannie me specifically, and one was Madison is angry, and the other was Madison is correct. And both I think are this correct. is in regard into my Adam Sandler feelings. Yes, I think it is, too. <laughs> but I just want to say, if you left those comments, I love you, and you're right. And so am I, apparently. And That's she's also brand. angry. If you're gonna call one of us cute, you call all of us cute. That's true. We almost had to, <laughs> we almost had to disband. Earlier. Yeah, the band oh. almost broke up because apparently me and Madison aren't cute. Apparently not. <laughs> Whichever one of you Yoko Ono types am, came I in am, here and said that <laughs> shit to us. I am arguably the least cute at the table, and that's factual. No, according to the comment, you and Bridget are the cutest. I really that appreciate comment that. hasn't seen us visibly. <laughs> wow, what are you saying about Bridget? Yeah, there? Bridget's cute as hell. Do not do this. Do not do this. I did not sign up for this at all. I'm so sorry. Whoever was playing, whoever played Harriet in the movie Harriet, I can, I'm blanking on her name right now. Cynthia Erivo? Erivo? Yes, something like that. Yeah. It was during her song, and we just like, feelings were hurt. <laughs> like, like Franny said, the band almost broke up. I think I said that. But Madison yelled at Logan I, a oh, lot. Oh, didn't I just did. yell. Screamed at me I feel for like a I've while. Been, I feel like I've been awfully mean to Logan tonight. I'm sorry, bud. Do you, I love you still. I We both respect each other. We can yeah, handle you're it. Right. I'm mean to you all the time. It's fine. That's true. That's just how you gotta be. That's friendship. I just felt bad. And somebody looks at Bridget, Bridget in a way, and Madison's ready to square up. So That's true. That's how you gotta be. That's I, correct. I, that's that's like, my like I said. 
It's like I told you, like, I wasn't apologizing to you. I was apologizing to Bridget. I know. <laughs> like, you didn't need thing. to. I'm That's good. my lady. I mean, I did. <laughs> and it's okay now. But I definitely did. But, but you know anyway, what I mean? Really to apologize? Anyway, please, that leave, fuck. please leave us comments. Yes, please. And we'll see what, what breaks, what is the straw that breaks the camel's back and breaks us up for good. Yeah. <laughs> so if you hate this podcast. Please tell us. Start leaving comments member specific. My- if you hate this <laughs> podcast, say that like. Franny is the funniest person in the room, and then that'll oh that'll God. sow the seeds of discontent. If you hate us, and frugal's, frugal's bees, can you come back? We miss Where you. Are we miss you. you. You're frugal's our first guy. We improved our audio for you, man. We yeah. do. We, we took really what did. you said to heart. I hope you're still listening. I think he's still subbed. I'm pretty nice. sure. He said he was subbing hey. for now. For now. <laughs> well, I hope that. I, I mean, I hope that that just shows. We take that seriously. We read them. Yeah. Yeah, we, we really we do. Wrote, we, we sometimes we reply them. to Logan's dad left us a comment and oh, it yes. like, made my day. It was so cute. I love my dad. So cute. Um, and then there was the one where they were like, it was like, what, what was this? Good time, something out of 10. Uncut gems, something out of 10. And then it was like, your podcast, zero out of 10. And then it's I like, left, fair enough. I dude. left a comment where it was like, at least you didn't let it create it like Madison. Yeah, that one had me rolling. I was like, I was like, you know what? We can get creative. Or the with one this. that was like, I don't know why you're in my recommended. I don't like this at all. I and so I responded either. with, thanks for the feedback. Like, take it up with YouTube, dude. I don't understand how the algorithm works. I, I mean, love it was, that. Why, why are you in my recommended? I don't like any of you. I think that's what he said. Uh, yep, Something to that yeah. extent. Or she. I'm sorry. Could be a she. I'm just guessing. It, it said it was like pen can or something. Well, I'm not here to be liked. Yeah. I We're am. here to make waves. <laughs> yeah. So please you like me. Said, I am. <laughs> tell me I'm um, cute, please. They already cute. did. They already okay. did. You know, nobody told me I was cute. There's like 20 comments now. Like, Bridget's cute. Logan's dumb. Like, it's going to be like 20 yeah, comments yeah, yeah. about that. You know that, right? And, and, me, and, and yeah. me and Madison will, still won't be cute. <laughs> but I'll be angry and right. Yeah. I think Madison's plenty cute. And I'm sure I'll get some comments, or at least I feel like I, I think Franny's cute. I also think Franny is cute. Oh, thanks, guys. I'm blessed. I wouldn't go so far as to say the cutest. For, for, my, for, my, for my, for my, um, for my money. For money. For my money. So yeah, I just what wanted am to I like this money. I felt like it was a good time to say we read your comments and we want to read them more. Send us some comments. Yes, and um, like and subscribe. There was one comment that had to get deleted, but it was because. It was like the most aggressive, like just all swear words on it, and we couldn't I leave it on there. I did not see that. Yeah, I think I, I, can, I think I can show you in Creator Studios. I would love, but it to. was literally like fuckity fuck 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 fuck, and <laughs> it was like <laughs> it wouldn't let me publish it, so it had me purposely delete it. Oh, I see. I oh, tried to publish it, like it wouldn't let you. So, like, if you're gonna like type stuff, like try to be a li- like try to have a couple of spaces in between your fucks. <laughs> But, but like, like definitely please still feel write free it. to like write fucks or just our... email it to us. Yeah, you if know, you need to express yourself, just email. If you want to like like just do like an acronym and be like, this is the curse word I'm saying to you guys, and just like put like the letters that you want to write. Yeah, like we'll know what you're saying. We're all about it. If we'll you like it. Like write it down on a piece of paper and then like post the photo. Can you photo comment on YouTube? Sure no. can't. Sure can't. Sure can't. Oh sure well, can't. then email me the photo. <coughs> That'd be good. Only appropriate images, please. Dear no, do, yeah, do not email me your... We've just invited the worst Don't email me your feet, dick, tits, pussy, any of feet that stuff. Feet came first. If you want feet pics from us, the least. we need to see that Patreon money. I do not want to see your crusty feet. If you want feet pics from us, we need to see we, that Patreon We have to be money. careful about this because we don't want to get uh, striked. <laughs> We're yeah, not no. actually soliciting no, any I'm sort joking. of sexual favors out of anybody. Thank you. Correct. 
We are not selling our feed pics. The most we're asking is if you want to see us smile, donate to our Patreon. Feed pics are a a free perk that you get when you (laughs) donate to our Patreon. No, they're not. They're not not for sale so much as they are something free that we offer. We are not (laughs) offering any sort of things like that because it will get us striked. It will get us struck. None of us are. Struck. Strooketh. We'll talk struck-eth. about it later. Yeah, strooketh. It'll get us struck. <laughs> okay, guys, are we doing top ten? Top tens. Uh, Who's is starting? that cool? Uh, uh, Can what? I start? Because my phone's going to die. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah Yes, yeah. please. Like redhead. I wish we could so somehow cumulatively score please. our favorites. <laughs> like our favorite overall altogether. Mm. But that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, too much work. You'll be able to figure it out. Leave it in the comments. Thank you. I mean, I, I love guess we you. could. I mean, we'd have to have like a tally and like every single time it's like listed, give it that many. It'd be a lot. <gasps> I guess after the fact, we could probably figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I could do it um, as we go if I had pen and paper. I would not have pen and paper. And that sounds like a lot of work. I want to know though. Me too. I do want to know. Phone. All right. I'm I sending it in the group chat. Well, it's not going to work, but whatever. My, I'm sending my thing in the group chat. So Why? in case my phone dies. Oh, oh your phone's charged, right? My list is All also right. on your phone. Mine's on eleven percent. Um, we're so ill prepared. Well, we for started this. this at like one, and it's almost three now. So okay, it's gonna be a long enough podcast. Holy shit! Yeah. All right, so my top ten of the year. Is this in descending order? Give it ten to one. Yeah, that's what I was gonna do. Okay. Number ten is wait, hold on. Let me be like chills from like YouTube. Number 10. Oh, no. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is my favorite. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I feel like you have to say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You have to have that Hollywood. ellipsis in there. Yeah. You got to say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Because it has that dot, dot, dot. It does. Yeah. I did that you when left I, it in. When we read it. the Oscar stuff, I did the pause mm-hmm. every time. Yeah. And it was annoying, but I did it. Once Upon a Time. I mean, you've been in there Hollywood. for a reason. Hollywood. All right, so number nine is Uncut Gems. Wow! Listen, I'm sorry. I had a really hard time choosing. I hate you. That is like um, a slap in the I face. I took back everything good I said about Bridget like five minutes ago. Okay, <laughs> thanks. Um, number eight was It Chapter Two. What the fuck? Listen, there were a lot of movies <laughs> I was having. Fuck? It's not necessarily ranked i just i mean like it is ranked but like i just had a hard I time love you choosing so Bro. much you were gonna have the most interesting list Bro. ever and i can tell just by that this is like madison is gonna break up with me after Dude, we the Bro. film bros over here oh having a god. fucking heart attack i love it you said uncontrolled oh my god we have to we have to like number nine we have to let you two go last i'll go after okay yeah okay. i agree yeah. i agree all right, all right. <laughs> So I was just Sorry. having, I was having trouble thinking of movies and I would think of one and I would put it at the end of the list. So and is this your ranking or no? Yes, yeah, this is my ranking. Okay. 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 All right. <laughs> Number seven is The Lighthouse. Number six is Little Women. Five is Midsummer. Four is Jojo Rabbit. Three is Us. Two is Parasite. And one is Honey Boy. Honey voice stayed at the top. Thank you. And my phone didn't die. Hey. That's insane. That is an insane list. I love the fact that It Chapter 2 is above not only Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time, 
in Hollywood. But also, the Safdie brothers <laughs> break out larger film. Their first commercial film, Uncut Gems, starring Adam Sandler in his best performance of all time. Then we have James McAvoy pretending to have a lisp for two and a half hours, maybe three hours. But it does have gay rights. It does have gay rights. Listen, art is subjective. Oh God! But I'll change it. I have. I I had a I had a sub. Good time was twenty sixteen or twenty fifteen. Also, you? like if you I still have my cry, good time, I checked. I do not have your good time. Check your car. I'm sure I gave it back. If well, you, if you Bridget didn't, remembers. Here's the thing. If you I feel like I remember give it giving it back to you guys. I feel like I do. Okay. Well, regardless, I mean, well, I'll look. if I can't find it, I'm just gonna get the Blu-ray anyway because I want an excuse to get the Blu-ray. So it's fine. Okay. okay. I mean, I'll look for it. But listen, I'm if just I gonna get the combo with Uncut Gems. What a, oh, that's cool. <laughs> if I want to cry over a crown, a, a crown, a clown terrorizing these children slash gay adults, Joker, <laughs> <laughs> then so be it. I'm uh, allowed. No, I respect your choice. Do you? I just, I do. I, I'm just surprised oh. of what's before and after. I, I quite liked it, Chapter 2. It, spoiler alert, did not make it on my list. No, me either. But I did quite like it, and I do love me some spicy gay rights and a spicy Bill Hater I have to give f- them yeah. to me. I have 50 laid out. It didn't make my top 50. You have 50 laid yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. But I already got 10 on the, on the list over here. I saw fucking 50 movies. Dude, yeah, big save. I watch everything. I wish I could watch everything. I just Except you didn't watch Little Women. I know, and right. I want to see it really bad. And it, yeah. who knows? I might end up like putting like an asterisk later, like, oh, Little Women actually outranked this movie. So yeah, I'm gonna have the down. disclaimer yeah, before enough. I do mine that I didn't see Midsummer or Little Women yet. Okay, so that's my disclaimer. I mean, are those things on your list? No. Oh, okay. But <laughs> I feel like Midsummer would be on my list. It absolutely would. Yeah. If I had seen it, because I saw part of it, and then Logan made us fucking turn it off to go take me to goddamn I Lighthouse. I offered. I didn't no, make you do a thing. No, no, you said, I want to go see Lighthouse. And I said, but I want to watch Midsummer. And you said, we should go see Lighthouse. And I said, fine. That's <laughs> not how it went. <laughs> no, it's not how it went. I agreed. And then I instantly hated it. But, um... Spoiler alert, Lighthouse is not on Frank's list. No, it's not. Okay, I'll start with number 10. Number 10. Number 10. (laughs) I like it. Frozen 2. Oh, that's cute. I like that. Number 9. Us. Number 8. Honey Boy. Wow, that's a pretty good top 10 right there. Number 7. Yeah. Uncut Gems. So low with you people. They're not like Listen, there are some there are some toss-ups, man. There are some hard toss-ups. I kept putting it, it was at the top of my list, then it got shifted down because Just other think things. about how cute Adam Sandler was. I know he was Duh. so hot. Disgusting. Um, Disgusting. Good morning, Julia. This was a big toss-up. I feel like my biggest toss-ups were between my number six and seven and between my number three and four. Mm. So number seven was Uncut Gems, but number six was Parasite. That was a hard toss-up. Wow. I kept flip-flopping those two. Hmm. Um, number five was Jojo Rabbit. Um, number four, <laughs> The Irishman. Okay, so we're going to start again. Yeah. We had we had some audio problems that I'm not sure 100% what we lost. So Franny's going to give her list again, but I think we have most of it in. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of quickly overview. Number 10, Frozen 2. Number nine, Us. Number eight, Honey Boy. My number six and seven kept flip-flopping, but here's how they landed. Number seven was Uncut Gems. 
Number six was Parasite. Number five was Jojo Rabbit. Number three and four also kept flip-flopping. And my number four spot kept inching its way up to the top. It was really hard for me to leave it there. But The Irishman. Insane. Number three. Absolutely bonkers. Number three was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What the fuck is going on? What's happening right now? Number two was Marriage Story. And number one was such a last minute. Because originally my number one for a long time was Marriage Story. That's what I thought it was going to end the year with. I thought it was going to be my one, two, and three were going to be Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time, and then The Irishman. But then I saw Waves. And wow. that is my number one spot. I really want to see Waves. I haven't gotten a chance to see it yet. So I know you, you guys bought it, right? And probably yeah, going to be my favorite yeah. movie for a long time. So good. So good. You want me to go next? You want to go next? Um, I can go next if you want. Okay. It's whichever. Let me give you the list. Let me do mine because my battery, the battery might die. Yeah. Okay. I'm still trying to decide what order mine is in. So, okay. so it might be good that I'm speaking. Okay. Okay, go ahead. All right. Number 10, I actually just changed in my brain a few minutes ago. So it was Honey Boy, and now Oof. it's Once Upon a Time what? in Hollywood. What? Number nine is I Lost My Body. Number eight is Knives Out. Number wow. seven was Us. Oh, such a good movie. Number six was Marriage Story. Number five and four are like basically tied. It's really hard to break it down, but I'm going to go ahead and say five was Uncut Gems. Four was Midsommar. Three, Parasite. Number two was Waves, which is really fucking good. And Jojo Rabbit was my number one. Wow. Why didn't Honey Boy make the cut? It just was really in between that and Once Upon a Time. And then I just kind of decided, especially after watching the Oscars today, that I really have, like, I have a warmth for any Tarantino film. But also that one is, it does, it is special in a way. And for me with Honey Boy, it's, it's that high just because of how great Shia LaBeouf was. Right. Whereas if I took that out of it, I don't think I'd love it as much. So that's why I kind of inched it out. But it was like, it'd be like 10 and then 11 would be Honey Boy. So. Yeah, I just wondered. Yeah. It's still one of the best films of the year for sure. Okay. So now I believe it is my turn. I feel like my reactions were lackluster, but that's okay. I think Your reactions weren't I expected them to be. And also I was trying to make my list in order. I, I'm just shocked that you had Knives Out on it. I mean, I get it, but like. I'm kind of shocked about that too. Um. So before I start, I want to give, we were talking about Under the Silver Lake, and I wasn't sure, I wasn't sure when the release was, mm-hmm. so that's like my honorable mention, because it's confusing, yeah. as to when it came out. This is the greatest thing I've ever shown you, because- No, it's it, so good. It was like the react, I haven't yet to, like I've shown you films, I've yet to get the reaction that I got out of you, like I did with Under the Silver Lake. Yeah, that's one of my favorite. Like we talked time. for hours yeah, after. Yeah, it's great. So we're definitely going to um, review so that So that's my sort of like honorable mention. My number 10, I think will be surprising- but it's El Camino. Oh, El Camino is great. Yeah. I loved El Camino. And like, it might not be like the technical best. But if but, you're a Breaking but Bad fan. But if you're fan, a Breaking Bad fan, I loved this movie. I thought this movie gave me such a satisfying ending. It was such like a, a, a treat to watch. That was in my and top I was 20. Yeah. So happy that I got to watch it and like so happy that I got to see it. And it really felt like Breaking Bad. And it gave me back some of the magic that I had of watching Breaking Bad the first time. So El Camino is my number 10. Number nine was Us. I really liked it. Number eight was Little Women. Seven, Once Upon a Time. In Hollywood. Hollywood. And, um, and like, this is, I want to say that this list is so hard for me, especially as we sort of get toward, like, up, up toward the top. Because so many of these, like, the margin between them is minimal. 
Yeah. And yep. it could change. I could like have a different idea of it tomorrow. Yeah, that's exactly what just But happened. like all that's of these are I all of these too. are on the list and then like the order that they go in depends <laughs> on the mood you catch me in, but yeah. this is a, what it is right now. Yeah. So what did I just say once upon a time in Hollywood? Yep. It's number 7. Number six, Midsummer. I like Midsummer so much that I saw it, and then we saw the director's cut as Which well. Which is not as good. No, it's not. Bridget actually likes the director's cut of Midsummer better because she's wrong. But um, ooh, ooh. Like, I'll let you call do me out. All right, I just like the what's is his name Christian? I feel like his name. Yeah, is his name's Christian. Like I just feel like I like the fact that we got to see more of the abusiveness of Christian. Like I like that. In the um, the finished cut that was like released, the theatrical cut is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. theatrical yeah. cut. Yep. Um, that it was like not as like it wasn't like as in your face about it, but I mean it still was, but it wasn't like to the extent. But I don't know. I just there was something about it that felt like close to home in a like a way that. Mm-hmm that both hurt and was really impactful. Yeah. So Ari Aster, yet again, ignored by the Academy. Just from I know. Out there. I, Correct. It, it, it pissed me off in like Janelle Monae's number, how like they made such a nod to Midsummer, but it's like, yeah. you, sh- you, you snubbed this movie. But anyway. And us as well. And us, yeah. So number six was Midsummer. Number five was Jojo Rabbit. Four, what? I felt like when we saw Jojo Rabbit, you're like, that was the best movie I've seen in forever. I mean, it was really good, Like, but like then I, I came to think about it in terms of other movies I had seen and just in comparison to things, and I really, really liked it. And again, like the margin is so small. It's like 1% being what's better or what's worse. So like, don't think a, this is me being I'm like, a Jojo stan. It's I know. True. You love Jojo Rabbit. I love that fucking movie. Um, so, and I think that this says more about my taste than about how good the movies are. Absolutely. Um, so... So five would be Jojo Rabbit, then four, Lighthouse. Um, I liked Lighthouse a lot. I think I probably like Lighthouse the most of the room, right? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I loved it too, but it's not, it, it didn't even make my top ten. And then Honey Boy, number three. Parasite, number two. Uncut Gems, number one. Uncut yeah. Gems was my, was such a, like, a surprise favorite. I was ready to, like, have issues with this movie. Yeah. But she it really was, was so fucking good. Like, she talked I, shit for ages. I know I did. But everybody should just see Uncut Gems. I really fucking love it. It is it, incredible. Yeah. I think, that, and I, again, I think it says a lot about my taste. Like, for me to geek out when Reservoir Dogs appeared on the screen and for me to rank Uncut Gems as my number one, it's very on brand. It's a consistent yeah. Mode. Yeah, for sure. Of the things that I enjoy. <clears throat> and executive producer Martin Scorsese. Heck yeah, I love that man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, Bradley Cooper produced Joker. I didn't I fucking did not know, know that, that at all. That's so funny. That was an interesting little bit. I didn't know that. Yeah, somebody was up there, the costume designer for Joker. Yeah, was and like, we were like, and I want to thank Bradley. And we were like, Cooper? <laughs> and Frank's over here like, he's always so smiley. He, he always looks he so happy. He just looks so smiley. <laughs> Multiple times. He looked very smiley. Racket raccoon. <laughs> so let's so real quick, this is a surprise little mention I want to do. Guys, what was your least favorite movie of the year? Just your number one absolutely fucking hated at least favorite movie of the year. Huh. Lighthouse. Um least favorite would probably have to be nineteen seventeen. However, wow. however, I would say cats. 
But the experience of watching it with you all Cats was, was a such time. a good time that I can't say it's my least favorite. Hell so, yeah. uh, 1917. I didn't like it. I have to agree with that sentiment. Sentimental. I thought it would have been the turning. Oh, well, I don't well, know like, if the turning uh, counts. Did it come out this year? It came out in January. Oh, that's right. You're right. So that, so that doesn't count. We okay. did hate the turning, though. A little preview to our future 2020 hated, yeah. hated movies. Mine was Jumanji, the next level. I didn't see Jumanji. What a pile oh, of God. fucking garbage. Yeah, that was trash. <laughs> oh, my I thought God. you could say Cats for sure. No, no. I'll tell you this much. As painful as Cats was... At least I didn't have to listen to Dwayne The Rock Johnson do a Danny DeVito impression. Yikes. Fucking abysmal. Horrible. Offensive. Aquafina, you're too good for this. You shouldn't have been in that movie. Oh my god, by the way, The Farewell was good. I know we haven't talked about it at all, but you guys should see that too. I think I have to watch it for that same class I was talking about. It's good. It's not until later though, but I do have to watch it at some point. It's not like, I mean. I'm sorry. It's too sad. It is fucking it sad. Looks sad. I can't do it. it is, I can't it do it. Sad. I gotta tap out on that one, babe. That's fine. You I'll watch to. the other movies <laughs> with you as long as they're not like super sad. But that one I gotta tap out, out on. Oh gosh. Um, why? Why? Oh gosh, Raina. Just. I get it. I get it. Sometimes I just can't do a sad movie. I thought you were looking at something and said, "No." It's like what happened? Who died? Did Harvey Keitel die? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Imagine if he died like Not tonight. Yet. I'm so sorry. That would be the worst thing ever happened to me and him. And I him. think you'd be more upset about Scorsese though. If that I would. I would lose my mind. I would cry. Well, on that happy note. <sighs> yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, so um, we're not. So we're thinking the future movies that we're going to be looking at because I just want to mention them so people can get out and see them. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we're going to start doing some Disney Plus movies like we talked about before. So if you want to watch what we've watched, check out Up, Up, and Away on Disney+. Plus. It is a time. We're really excited now that award season is over because it means we can watch whatever the fuck we want anymore. Exactly. So, like, we'll go see the stuff that's in theaters. We'll see good stuff. But we'll also just, like, probably watch some random shit. Watch some random Disney movies. And we'll try to give you guys the heads up. I've got a bunch of shit on the list of things that I really want to watch. Also, see Um, the turning. We're going to give you. I'm sure we'll be talking about it. Yeah, Yeah, that that probably will be the next one. I was going to say, we're probably going to do the turning and get out. Because Bridget watched Get Out for the first time the other day. And then the yeah. other thing is, we're going to keep up to date with the movies. So, because we do full spoiler reviews, we know that these movies you might not necessarily be looking to see. So, we're going to tell you beforehand. That way, when we all come together, you guys will have seen it. So, you can listen to the spoiler talk the moment the video comes out. So, watch out for that. We'll be doing that in the videos as well as we can post it on you know Twitter or something. Heck yeah, so I think right now the plan is the turning is next. I'm going to go ahead and say don't go see the turning. <laughs> like, I'm really telling you, like, yeah. you are missing nothing. Right, we'll, we'll, we'll put it this way. If you don't want to be spoiled for the worst film we've seen this year, go see the turning. Yeah. If you're smart and just want to listen to a shit on it and talk spoilers, skip the movie and just come listen to the podcast. Nothing of worth happens in that movie, so no. don't even bother. As far as Get Out goes, you can get it anywhere, VOD, wherever. So Check out the film I would if you say go it. see The Turning if you're already in the theater to like see a good movie. <laughs> and then like maybe The Turning is about halfway over, and like you have to be at work in about an hour, but you're like, I don't want to go just yet. So you like maybe you kind of yeah. sneak into The Turning. Probably no one will stop you. Because nobody cares, because it's the fucking turning. If it's even still out there. If, if it's even still going? out. So I would maybe, like, see if you can illegally get into the turning, yeah. or, like, I don't know, pirate it or something. I know in my neighborhood. I don't know if we're, la- we're 
Pirate it, may, may, well, I don't, we don't know what that is. I don't know. What I that don't is, think we're allowed. But to I know in my neighborhood there are certain gas stations where you can buy copies of DVDs um, that don't tend to be in the original case. No. But however, <laughs> I've had some luck with that. So if you want to support your local small business as opposed to supporting the turning, which is a pile of trash, that might be a good alternative for you. I don't know where you live. There's but a KFC Taco that. Bell combo in Gary, Indiana, near Fayette Street. If you go there, they can sell you KFC Taco Bell. Bootleg DVDs or cocaine. <laughs> or all four. Yeah, it's one a one-stop stop shop, shop, baby. That's my joke. You stole my That's one-stop like shop so joke. That like, sounds like my perfect night in. We go to Taco <laughs> Bell and, K- and KFC. We get a bucket of chicken and it's six packs of, ta- pack of tacos. We pick a good movie and just do lines of cocaine they all just night. just do lines. <laughs> That's what I'm actually doing with, on Valentine's Day with Bridget. Nice. It is, actually, yeah. Th- that is not what's happening on Valentine's Day. No, we're both It working. might be. No. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and veto that idea. Um, I highly recommend if you do end up having to see the turning for if some god-awful reason. Yeah, maybe do a line before it. I'm just kidding. I don't support that kind of drug use, but... um. <laughs> it wasn't that kind. We support other kinds of drugs. He dropped his water. Cup. That was so funny. But Take care no, of your septum. That's was, what we're trying to say. What I was gonna say, fucking for real. What I was gonna say is, do something good for yourself after. Like we went and got some ice cream, and it made up for. Like it gave us a reason, like why we were okay with being out Bridget of the house. Bridget and I went that. to McDonald's beforehand, so we brought our nuggets in and that was good. Well she brought her nuggets in. I got my, my quarter pounder. Nice. Oh yeah. This yeah, you is gotta not a do McDonald's something. ad, but McDonald's if you want it to be, you yeah. know where to find us. <laughs> Bring back the Southern style chicken sandwich McDonald's. Hell yeah. Hear me out, yeah. McDonald's, please. McDonald's if you're listening Fix your ice cream machine, dude. Yeah, get yeah, somebody in there to repair bus. that. Why is it always broke? We love you all. Like and subscribe. Don't Comment. do drugs. Are we heading now? Don't now? do those kind Don't of drugs. Don't see the turning. All right, y'all. See the turning on drugs. Bye. <laughs> That's see the best advice later. we can give you. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I think Fran already said that. Mm-hmm.